Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. See that old bloke there? He know. He know the moon. He know the star. And he know the Milky Way. He'll give you a hand. He know. Well, we're sure going to need all the help we can get. We now have an ABC News 2020 exclusive. You might remember that shocking astronaut love triangle story from four years ago when a female astronaut went rogue driving a thousand miles in a diaper to terrorize the woman who was seeing the astronaut she loved. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustave Mateblanc. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters of the frequency of 250 megacycles per second. This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters of the frequency of 250 megacycles Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato. Enlighten me. Oh, that's like ambrosia. Pure ambrosia. Good stuff. Huh? You got anything to say? Do I have anything to say? Any country witticism? This really petered out. It sounded like such a good idea. It was a great idea. No, I, I forget about it. Should I'm we stop even mentioning it? Yeah, if I just have one, I'll just throw it out there. All right. Well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast with three guys who talk about stuff, even though Heavy can't remember what he's going to say. I am uh, Real Gustav. I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. And I am Jay Cranfield 3000. <laughs> What the hell just happened? Where did that come from? You're not Ty Webb 3000. How did he sneak in here? I don't know. The secured studios at the Longmire compound. We have a special guest tonight. Ty couldn't be with us, so we have incorporated good dude Ray Ranfield. And I thank you, sir, for making the trek north. Oh, it's not a problem. This is... I was going to say, much like Prince Hakeem at the Black Awareness Pageant, I am very happy to be here. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. We have only had two other guests ever before. We had Fake Bailey J help us out, noted... Uh, noted lesbian. Lesbian, <laughs> yes. And the great Professor Brad from Below the Belt. So you that. are in rarefied uh, company here. Yeah. It, feels, it feels good. On a, uh, this is great. Of- I hope that I don't... Uh, sabotage and screw up the audio like I did when I was on partial recall. You know what? I mowed the lawn while listening to that and it worked out just fine. Yeah. It you know, it just kind of fed into it. It was a rough episode to listen to, which was a shame cuz Wildcats is an underrated movie. I agree. We saw that at the at the theater. I almost actually said the name of it there, mm-hmm. caught myself. I don't know that I've ever seen that movie. <laughs> I am shocked and oh, ashamed of it. That's yeah, yeah. Goldie Hawn. Where she I goes, have never football. seen that. I have never seen that. Wow. Wow. I, my, I thought I knew you, and I, clearly I don't. Stop oh. Stop the episode. This right is here. done. This This whole... All right. Screw it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> now, uh, it was, a, it was a, I enjoyed the episode, and we're talking about Partial Recall, the newly christened mm. flagship diversity hire of the Blowout Podcast Network. KJ's the first black on the Wow, dead gum. That's groundbreaking. I think he prefers to be t- uh, referred to as person of color. 
Or character is what I like to say. Char- person of character. Person I don't see color. Character. But obviously you do, Mr. Longmire. No, I'm just... Yes, I see color. Everybody sees color. I, I just see him as an SMU defensive back, just constantly. I see him as a very handsome did he man. Football at SMU? He did. Really? Huh. Somebody's somebody's not keeping up on his podcast because if you had listened to, to if you had listened to Glenn three eleven's podcast, tell me where to turn or just tell me where to turn. I'm never sure. We can never figure it out. If you listen to that that person Glenn three eleven's uh-huh. podcast, he had an email this week from one KJ. Really? And talking about KJ's career. I also had an email from Gustav, but that's minor because Gustav never played football in college or anywhere. I did not know that KJ played for the, that he was a running Mustang. He was uh, a Red Raider really? originally, True. and then he uh, switched to Tech, I mean, from Tech to SMU, yeah. SMU, I'll be damned. And I'm sure that we could probably, if you hadn't offended him already, we could probably get him on here at some point and he could. Detail that. Oh, man, he's a blowout pod guy now. Well, he is big time. Big time in it. And when they did announce that, I there were some uh, Jay Cranfield jokes thrown there, out there. there. And, yeah. and at one point, they asked me what my real name was, and I said Jay, you know, <laughs> trying to do that. So we uh, do encourage you to listen to the Partial Recall guys. I'm pretty sure you probably already do. You know, our Venn diagram of these incestuous podcast that all everybody co-hosts and guests with everybody it's a pretty tight overlap you know there's not a lot of narrow uh crisscross there but go ahead they just got added to the blowout podcast network which kudos to them absolutely i don't know how they will live under the uh regime where they have to answer to well machine specifically i'm sure uh i'm sure that there's some special meeting notes they have to sign off on and agree to terms of service and terms of employment. Yeah. I imagine they'll have to be a little uh got to do the seat geek promos and you can't you can't, can't go around. around. No, yeah. you got to get in there and get it done, which is odd because, you know, IJB they hit those good and hard. Yeah. Yeah. But Dragon Brag does not. Yeah, that's that's say. like that's a true. 15 minute ramble with dick joke somewhere in there, yeah. which I actually listen to. I don't jump through that, so maybe they're so on to something. But I know that they're excited, and they were very proud and very happy. And I was happy for them Absolutely. To, uh, to get that, because that's a big... Those are Clay and KJ are good dudes. They are good dudes, both of them. So that, and, you know, try out that tell me where to turn nonsense, too. You can hear more stories about KJ. Those guys are fantastic. I love them. Have they ever talked about, uh, since KJ was an athlete, have they ever talked about, you know, KJ's dingus fell out during... <laughs> on uh, Tell Me Where to Turn? I have not turn. heard that, but I don't think they have any footage of that, so okay. maybe that can tie in. It was just message Glenn so he can start uh, looking for some kind of online feed. Of, right, maybe there's right. A, SMU. a KJ yeah. dong shot. <laughs> <laughs> KJ might provide it, I don't know. I, you know he probably would. Their, their entire do. episode this week... Or, or not the entire. They were supposed to be talking about Oregon Trail with Brad, but it was pretty much 30 minutes of cuck talk. Uh, Brad had cuck questions. So <laughs> if it's not corn, it's it's, 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 it's cuck. not corn or the history of avocados, it's cuck. Now, Brad's great. And I would encourage everybody, Brad's got his book already out for pre-order on Amazon. Yes, I've, I've got to get that ordered. I have ordered mine. I'm hoping for a... Comes out when, March? Uh, March, yes. 
and let me look up that name because I can't remember the full title because it's Man. a mouthful. Yeah, I can't either. I can't. It starts with an A. Aridondo. Aridildo. Something like that. Yeah, but then there's like five sentences following that. Yeah. We tried to get him like a short, like real gutsy. Yeah, we tried to. But he said the publisher was pushing for something else. Like I don't (laughs) even know. I don't even know who Aridondo is or was. All right. So Aridondo, the last Spanish ruler of Texas and northeastern New Spain. So it couldn't have just gone with like Aridondo, defeater of Mexicans or something like that? Or I wanted like Mad Max Beyond Aridondo, <laughs> something like that, something catchy. So I'm looking forward to that because Brad is the smartest history mind I know. Yeah. Way smarter than you. So I know you were trying to... Well, I was to, way in. You're gauging... You know, me, my or his, mine or his knowledge. He's probably got a little more than that. <laughs> yeah. I'll give that to him. You, you'll see that. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He is very smart. He's so fun to talk with, too, man. It's just, well, that was one of the things I got to meet. I, I did go to the blowout uh, meetup over in Fort Worth, the chat room. Okay. You guys didn't get to. And I got to meet some new people that I'd interacted with on Twitter. And I got to meet him first time in person. And one of those guys was Josh, fake sports bot, super nice dude. And he ended up talking to Brad, I think, for like an hour about history. Yeah. Because he had sent in an email to them about... Talk about pilgrims? No, he didn't want to talk about pilgrims Alamo. or the Alamo. It was more about the capitals of Texas and that oh, moving around, that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah. I think they talked like an hour. Like the whole thing's yeah. going on over here, and they're over in a corner Very talking about Texas history. There. Yeah, so... Good dude. So I, I did get to meet quite a few people that I hadn't. So I want to, you know, just lay that out. And hopefully I don't miss anybody because you're special and you mean very much to me, you're one and all. You are a special snowflake. So let's see. I got to have lunch with um, Dr. OK Matt and Josh there at Heim Barbecue. And I'll talk about Heim in a minute. Okay. Because I was impressed. I got to see it once again. And I've met him before, but Josh Campbell, good dude there. Okay. Uh, you may remember him. He was on an IJB where he talked about his retinal problems. Yeah. That's a great yeah. episode. Right, right. Good dude there. Um, got to meet the one and only Chef Rob. Oh, man. I Stole Glow Regonk. So I was super happy about that. I was standing there talking to somebody. Did he bring any free samples? He did not bring any tasty seafood dishes. He should have just fed the whole 5,000 that were there. Yeah. It would have been... It would have but been worth every bite. Yeah. It would have been a good gesture. But yeah, he was there, and I was standing talking. I think maybe to KJ, and somebody said something, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's you're so close!" So you know, it was like big hugs everywhere around. Yeah. Right. And then uh, let's see. Of course, the good, super nice Tom Ginsburg. Tom. Tom just lives a little ways away. Can't, yeah. Can't beat Tom. Great Love dude. Tom. He's everywhere, and he's he's horny for life. He is so horny for life. Uh, KJ and his landlord were there. She was there supporting him for his big announcement as yeah. they moved towards fame. As what was he? He's the first black. The first wow. black guy on the blowout plot. No, podcast. you just said black. First black. <laughs> the first black man on the blowout well, podcast. Like it's South Africa. <laughs> Apartheid heavy. I didn't say black. I said black man. No, you said first black. Yeah. Oh, I meant to say black man. <laughs> a little bit got cut off there. I forgot the man. Uh, let's see. I got to meet Connor, who trained Jake. So if you listen to Below the Belt, which I heard oh, highly yeah, encourage yeah, yeah. you to do, Brad's podcast with Smiley Ryan, he's always talking about Connor. 
And so I got to meet him. Super nice dude. Oh, he trained him for the fight. Trained him for the okay. fight. Yeah, not like training for life. Right. <laughs> life <Okay>. trainer. <laughs> I got to meet, let's see, Hunter Weir. Okay. Because I hadn't met him before. I think I'd seen him at Below the Belt, not Below the Belt, the uh, blowout meetup that was down in Deep Ellum. Yeah. But I didn't interact with him. I think same and, thing here. Yeah. And I think I was curious as to who that was or and, not. And I think if you saw it, and even, oh, yeah. I yeah. And my social awkwardness kept me from going up to him and yeah, taking we, the chance of, we, oh, are you Hunter? No, I'm Steve. Oh, okay, never mind. You know what you need to do for those events? You need to make a shirt that says, I'm Gustav. Well, so. <laughs> or no, make a shirt with in, with a, with an iron on one of those fake right. those name tags that says, hello, my name is Gustav. Well, I, since we were going to Fort Worth. I wore some cowboy action shooting clothes oh, that I had. Shit. Good lord. So I had a nice uh, calico, not calico, more like a homespun kind of red shirt. All about the bit. With a waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord. And one of the sound. It, it's open carry, so did you take anything in? Well, it's again? a bar, sir. So can't oh, take your AR in there. Take, it's 51% rule applies, which was sure. funny because somebody was saying, I need a gun. I need a gun when they were doing it. And somebody yells, Gustav's got a gun, I bet. And I'm like, yeah, not with me, you know, down the truck. Now, like, go get it. Go get it. And I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah, bad idea. Oh, yeah, you can bring a gun in the bar. And there was about 10 people like, no, you can't. <laughs> so that was a. Obviously, the blowout podcast are not well versed on Texas gun laws. Yeah, but and let's see, never knew Tobias. Met him back at the election night debacle. Yeah, good Tobias. dude there. And let's see who else. Michael Walling of, of uh, Dragon Brag fame. You know, his child has been taken over. That's the one that uh, Michael and uh, Machine and Mike have adopted. Also oh. Connor. Also right? Connor. Yes. Also Connor. Yeah. Yeah. And I met, let's see, Austin and his I lady were there. Was Austin, there. Uh, Austin was there. I tweeted, where's Austin at? And a bunch of dumbasses on Twitter started saying, <laughs> let's three hours south. You know, no, thanks. He's, <laughs> he's standing next to me now. And I got, and of course, there was a big burly J. No, wait, Clay. Mm, sorry. I knew. We're like six minutes in. Right. I knew it would I had to get there. And then I got to meet Jake's wife, and she was real nice, too. And which is, I always have to wonder about when the wives come to these, them having to deal with all the dumbasses wearing waistcoats and cowboy clothes, you know. Did you wear a hat? I did. I had it out in the truck, but I didn't wear it in. Pussy. Didn't I? I had my big Gus McCray, you know. Yeah. Big old brown squeeze top. Yeah. High high, uh, crown. Didn't wear it in. Sorry. Right. My my bit only went so far. I did think about wearing my Steve Zissou outfit because oh, nice. the night before, Saroy had seen Sue George, who did all the music for Life Aquatic, mm-hmm. and he dressed in his Team Zissou outfit. Okay. I thought about wearing that, but yeah. I passed on that. I got bits. You got bits. Bits I got fun. bits. <clears throat> so, Mr. Cranfield. Yes. World traveling Cranfield. Oh, Somewhat. You scared the shit out of me. I was... I, I was getting pissed watching that game. I was like, if we lose this game. Because I jinxed it? It's effing Cranfield's fault because he's there. Oh, just because I was there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, That's an interesting logic. Well, I, I look for stretches, you know. He looks for a way to assess blame. So right. do you believe in uh, momentum and curses Absolutely. and all that? All that stuff? Believe in mom- momentum is real. See, I thought, because I got that 
from you. Like, I needed to go ahead and pack up and, and come home. Yeah, yeah. But I thought, because I had tweeted something fourth quarter of that game when it looked like it was over, mm-hmm. just along the lines of it was time for the Vikings fans to go ahead and head home because this one's done. And it was like instantaneous the game started to turn the other way. And then I started getting tweets from people saying, yeah, you're, you're a little early on that. Yeah, yeah. Heavy is superstitious. He won't profess to be, but he is that why Mojo? I watch signs that the world <laughs> gives me. You're reading, you're out there throwing the I, leaves in the wind and I, seeing what I happens. What the earth gives. What's and, your uh, favorite omen? Well, I really can't go into that. For religious reasons? Well, for, we'll just say spiritual reasons. Oh, you're not religious, you're spiritual. No, no, I am religious. But this is on a different <laughs> level. There's there's a different plane there. What does the Lord think of, of your yeah. superstitions? Well, it's, it's uh, they're incorporated. He is incorporated into the spirituality of my particular sect of hoodoo. Not so, voodoo, but hoodoo. 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 So you have more of a uh, Native American church type holistic nature and uh, the Lord. Kind of an East Texas, African American... Oh, uh, now you're using the, that term. And Native to, American outlook of uh, of life. Mixed in with some uh, Hispanic culture, if you will. We just get the Chinese in there. We got it all covered. Well, that, that's... No. that's <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa. No. No, no uh, Asian uh, belief systems? You're shunning no, that? Not, no, not that at all. Not involved. Well, we had to sacrifice a live chicken before we got started tonight, so... Well, there's... I thought that was just the area code. You, you know what? Can do with this. I, I... Funny you should mention that. I lost a hen today. Oh, yeah? I went out to feed, and there's a cold, dead hen, so... Cold, dead hen. Cold, dead Sounds hen. like a bluegrass song. Yeah. It would be a good bluegrass song. I'm going to start working that one up. Yeah. It's odd that I write stupid songs for Dragon Brag, but I have better sense to not write stupid songs for our own podcast. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah, they're not very good. Thank you. Ty sent me a whole bunch of tracks of him playing, you know, different styles. Has he got his electric guitar yet? I don't know if he has or not. But anyway, my phone died, and it was in text, and I think I lost it. So I'll have to get him to recreate those. Okay. I told him to use them one night in something. Yeah, he's a good player, man. He is very good. Are you guys, to at least some extent, all musicians? Musicians is a very. I mean, having okay. some talent to play an instrument. So, Ty, as opposed to absolute zero, which would be me. Ty would be closest to what I would consider musician level. Heavy would be the next, and I would be bottom tier okay. person that has musical instruments. All guitar or other stuff. I have mandolin that I can kind of play, and I also have a banjo which I can barely put, pick out chords. Yeah, good. Couple of guitars too, don't you? Yeah, I got several guitars, yeah. but that doesn't mean Gustav has a set of rhythm sticks. That, I do uh, not have rhythm sticks. That he's trying. That's we have him practicing with those, trying to get some hand. I, yeah, I, you know what? He is. I know he's just trying to kick me in the balls, but he is not very far off. I have horrible <laughs> rhythm. In fact, you know the opening scenes with Steve Martin and the jerk, where he's okay. trying to clap. Yeah, that is me. Yeah. And Mrs. Gustav has been challenged with that since the start. When we had, I had to take ballroom dancing classes for my wedding. Oh, wow. Oh, I remember that. I kicked you in the nuts so hard about that. We go to these classes, the community college. I was going to say, it's a community college or a rec center. Yeah, one of the two. And we don't have rec centers where I'm from, Mm -hmm. so 
Community college is the closest thing. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It's hard up on the frontier. And the we were the youngest couple by far. Yeah. We were 25, 26, something youngest like that. Youngest by 55 years. <laughs> well, the other couples in there were old dude, well-off old dudes, mm-hmm. and hot trophy wives. Okay? Whoa. Probably the right. second or third wives. Now, they okay. weren't young, mm-hmm. but they were... Probably in their 40s and super hot right. by my standards. Right. And I was a horrible student because I have no rhythm mm. at all. And the instructor was an aged woman with a large mole on her face uh, with, some, distra- hair, with some hairs on it. Very distracting. And if Mrs. Gustav couldn't get me to do the step, the instructor would step in. Oh, mm. And I would have to dance with the instructor and her mole. You were staring at it the whole time. How many hairs did it have? It had like three. <laughs> you didn't. I knew he was staring at it. Yeah, the whole it's time. hard not to. Flip her a quarter so she can pay a rat to gnaw that thing off. Uncle Buck absolutely flashed through my mind every time we went. And there was one night where she's like, okay, well, we're going to, you know, everybody's learned a little bit. We're going to mix up partners and, you know, kind of make it more social. Ooh. And I'm like, yes. Because. I I've generally always dated short women because I'm short too, but I am not opposed to the tall, buxom woman in any way, shape, or form. There was a um, where your illustrator eyes are right at exactly. There was an illustrator named level. Bill Ward back in the '60s that did kind of like penthouse or not penthouse uh, Playboy cartoons and mm-hmm. stuff. And these women were always six three with you know giant torpedo boobs. And that was what I was up against in my mind, what I'm about to. Right. And I'll be damned if that instructor didn't make me dance with her. Oh. Mm. It's punishment. For Total punishment for sucking so bad. Yeah, wow. I have no rhythm. Wow. So, yeah, I have no I'm To quote Robert O'Keefe's first album, I'm no kind of dancer. Well, neither am I. Makes three of us. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and, you know, my wife likes to dance, and that's just something that. Do you remember. Did your parents back in the day when we were kids, I can remember as a young child, maybe five or six, my parents going dancing. They'd go to the, I guess they'd go to the honky tonk or something and go. I can remember them going with Ty's parents and other friends. And it was just going going to the club, basically. But yeah. they always called it going dancing. Yeah. Well, they, that was the urban cowboy time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This was late 70s. And I, I don't remember because, you know, my mom... Strict Southern Baptist growing up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Baptist didn't dance because they didn't want people to think they were making love standing up. Mm, yeah. That was the old joke. Yeah. I didn't say it was a good one, but it was an old one. Right. My other old Baptist joke is how do you keep a Baptist from drinking all your beer when you go fishing with him? How's that? Invite two Baptists. <laughs> <laughs> that one's better. That is good. That one's one of my favorites. But yeah, they weren't. Now, my grandparents. Danced a bunch okay. back in the '60s and the '50s. They went out dancing every weekend. Yeah, and I don't know if you you remember. So there's my grandparents' house, and there's that kind of portable building. It was big size next to the carport. It used to be the gun room a long yeah, time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. They called that the playhouse, and Ooh. that was the playhouse because that was their dance floor when they moved out there. Because that little house didn't have that front den on it. You know about where the gun room used. to Used to be. Yeah. Okay. Where yeah. the loading bench used to be when we yeah, were yeah, 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 and everything. Yeah. That was the play, uh, they call that the playhouse. 
and they had a couch in there and a hi-fi. Tell you oh, how long ago, yeah. and that was where they danced at. Oh, if they weren't out at a club, yeah. that was a big deal. Doing like a foxtrot and shit. I don't know the rumba and the cha-cha. I remember my parents, aunts and uncles and stuff. I guess we had some friends of the family that would have barn dances mm-hmm. like once or twice a year. Right. And I wasn't out there because the kids would just stay like in the house. Yeah, that's, proper, that's how it was. Do whatever. Yeah. I have no idea what went on out there. I assume it was well, since it totally was family, it wasn't up. swingers. I certainly hope not. That certainly would change a lot of things. That, that would <laughs> that would alter your world. Yeah, sure. So, uh, well, that is the interesting thing. Back when you used to be not even seen, you went, but they stuck you off in a room. Oh yeah, oh definitely. And you got and if I was always small, and if I got stuck with some asshole big kid, you know, get beat up, you get picked beat up, and picked time. on. Yeah, it was. If you're four or if you're 15, you're in the same yeah. room watching yeah. the same right. TV. There's probably, you know what, nothing happened to me, but there's probably some instances where some things went really bad because back then because you weren't expected to come out even if. No, right. No, you got in trouble. For Weird Ray out. was trying to show you where, uh, Whoa, where the hey. pee comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have uh, picked Ray because Ray Ramfield's a good dude. That's yeah, what I mean. I'll, I'll change that out. Yeah. Billy Wayne. Billy Wayne, yeah. Just pick Clay, but just start it with a K and right. C, just to be safe. <laughs> there was something on Twitter, and I'll, I'll cut it, but it was for somebody who was changing out the letters, and it headed to KKK eventually. Uh, it was like, oh, oh no, oh, no. It may have been me. I can't remember. <laughs> Bad decision, Coach. I think it was in the uh, in the private, <laughs> our private never-ending uh, group. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, group message that, Led me to turn off all automatic notifications. Yes, me too. Yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. That thing's great when it gets going. No, it's, yeah, I just, well, it'll work. I was trying not to get fired. Right. You know? I turned off notifications a long time ago because yeah. I got in trouble at home for being on my damn phone yeah. too much. Yeah. 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 yeah, so I'll look up and I'm just like, you know, first of 92 messages. Yeah, no I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, we can get out of hand on that, but that's great. That's one of the favorite things. And that, that was one of the things, I haven't been traveling as much, but man, when I'm off by myself for a week, that's nice just to have dumbasses to talk to. So you're yeah, just I bet. getting strippers, you know, to try to make you feel better. Right. Or reading books or, do you know, something like that. I don't know. I've never never okay. gotten to feel better. I did have some Indiana strip club notes if you needed them, but you never called for them. No. Some Indianapolis. Did you get, when you were up in Indianapolis, did you get my... uh Bottle Rocket song, Indianapolis. I don't, I can't remember if I did or not. I tweeted that to you. It made me think about the. I can't remember if I did or not. It is a good song. It is a good song. And I love when you talk about specific songs because I'm not going to play them. Yeah. We'll just put the link in there. Okay. Yeah. Because this is one thing, and I don't know the law, and maybe we need Jordan to help us, is I think even if you are going to play a song to review it, you still need to clear it with the entity that owns the song. So. Fair use might yeah. cover you, but they could still sue you. So it's one of those things I just don't want to tempt fate. I don't want to tempt fate for our tens yeah. of listeners' yeah. benefit. I can always link it well, out. Well, I would think with a lot of the people we listen to, they wouldn't mind the free publicity. Probably not, but still, uh, if it was, if like, you want to do the legwork and contact the Bottle Rockets, go ahead, and I'll yeah, stick it in. That's all right. That's what I thought. I mean, if you were like playing, you know, something real popular like. Ronnie Millsap or something. Right. Stranger in my house. He might not like it, but... He would be probably happy He'd never be able to find you. For the 
listeners who are too young to know, Ronnie Millsap is blind. And Heavy just made a joke. He's very, the same room with him. He's very proud of this joke. Well, they have and other I senses. But <laughs> I do not support this joke <laughs> series at all. Yeah. Might, might find you in the corner. Is Ronnie Millsap still alive? I yeah. believe so, yeah. yeah. Okay. And quite rich. I, I would imagine. I would imagine. Yeah. KJ, <laughs> he uh, tweeted us a picture that he was outside of the Alabama Museum. Yeah. Oh, shit. A couple, uh, I guess last week. Is that in Alabama? Of course. Or in Nashville? No, it's in Alabama. In Alabama. He was off doing his uh, recruiting thing that he does. What? KJ is in physician recruiting. I didn't know that. Well, he, he did. That's what he started out in, and then he went and worked for Cumulus for a while. And then oh, he's now not he's with Cumulus. He's anymore? not with Cumulus anymore. Okay, I didn't because Cumulus that. has no need to recruit physicians. Right. That's why you confused me. I was like, "What the hell?" Is well, going especially on? that Doctor Salmon is gone. I mean, that's, right uh, now they do still that's all have, they ever had. They do still have Doctor Sanjay. Yeah, but with that, his worthless knowledge. Hey, if you eat a bunch of sugar, yeah, John, you might get Snapper. I'm mean, sorry, Snapper, Snapper John. John. They've got a R.I.P. Trapper John. Yeah, is there another doctor? There's Doctor Carlton Maxwell. Right. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but he's a he's not a he's not a real doctor. No. Yeah, he's yeah. a doctor of the mind. There you go. Yeah, and and we know how little respect we have for that <laughs> yeah. type of BS. <laughs> well, we got a uh, we got some feedback from that episode where we talked about it. Talked about what? Talked about the Alabama and oh. quilts and whatnot. Yes, yes. we had. Some hot sports opinions about betting. I was surprised that people seem to react to that more Betting's than anything. important. I think so too, especially this time of year. Yeah, Mrs. Gustav ordered some new sheets on Black or Cyber Monday. I was going to say, what the why bring color into it? <laughs> because you already opened up, kicked yeah. that door open. Yeah, she uh, ordered these new sheets and got them in. Oh, let's put these new sheets on. What's thread count? I don't know. Put, it's not at least 500, just stop. Just yeah. don't even have to proceed. I'm wearing a scratchy wool shirt. Do I care about thread count? <laughs> okay. She put the uh, flat sheet on. Whoa. And uh, she jerked that son of a bitch off. It ended up bunched up, pushed down by the yeah. end of the night. Yeah. I was like, ah. It only works if you've got, you know, dedicated housekeepers at the hotel tucking that in within an inch that, of a It's like I went to get in bed of the night and my... Youngest one had already snuck in there, and her and my wife were asleep. So I'm trying to get the sheet straightened up, you know, to where I can have a comfortable night's rest. And I'm like, what? It's like freaking tigers sleeping in my bed. Yeah. Sheets just yeah. kicked everywhere. And right. Good night. This is awful. Hold that thought, because that ties into a shit my kid says type moment that okay. I'll come back to. But back to our, our sleeping thing. Uh, Valley Butcher, he says, and here's his breakdown. Fitted sheet, me and Mrs. Butcher, flat sheet, down comforter, quilt, quilt. Hell yeah. Now, he must have the damn windows wide open. Right. Because I would bake with that much Well, it's on a cold night. But, uh, Not every day of the week. That would, I would be... Sweating because I'm a, I'm I sweat when I sleep. I do too. I'm a hot sleeper. I enjoy the extra quilt or extra layer. Wait, yeah. And I want to be under a sheet. Yeah, I do too. The wife does not. Yeah. She's over the sheet, so it makes for Mine kind of a. Too. Are we married to the same? Kind of, let's let's go find out. Uh, that got weird. weird. Somewhat of a natural form of birth control. You know, <laughs> time to time. 
But it's very, it's too, it's too different. And she is very much like it could be twenty degrees outside, and she's got like one layer right. covering up. I got like five. Huh. But that's the only way that I can sleep. Yeah. I, I like to. I burrow also. I'll have like a pillow over my head. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I can't. Uh, yeah, I don't do that. I'm no. like underneath everything. Where do you hang the lemon wedge when you do that? <laughs> you oh, don't need funny. the lemon wedge if your wife is involved with you. Oh well. Hey. The lemon wedge is for solo. That's the link you need to send me. All right. Breath play with a conscientious, uh, caring partner. You don't need the lemon wedge. Okay. So then <laughs> Toledo. He says he grew up in an old farmhouse with heat, but his dad hated turning it on, so we mostly used the fireplace. I think that actually makes the family closer. Everyone stayed in the kitchen or living room together and watched TV together, and when it got close to bedtime, you ran to your room to turn on the electric blanket that had a quilt on top of it to preheat it while you waited by the fire. Mm. Now, I don't have a wood-burning stove or fireplace, but I wish I did. Yeah, That's one of those things that... I definitely wish they'd put in my house 50-something years ago when they built it because I do I love like a fireplace. I love a fireplace or a stove. And, you know, my grandparents next door, they had the big fireplace, and that was great. But my And that was out in the den, so the rest of the house didn't get any benefit from it. But my other grandparents, they had a big box wood stove in the kitchen. Yeah. And dining room slash thing. And that... That would run you out. That, yeah. that you know, because it was, you got the full surround of mm-hmm. heat. There wasn't any, oh, it's just on this one side. Yeah. And that was a little too much. My in-laws have a uh, a wood-burning stove. Or it's a uh, insert mm-hmm. they've had for, gosh, 30 years probably. They can heat their whole freaking yeah. house pretty much with that thing. And it's up, you know, in the living room where the fireplace is. And uh, just the insert stuck in there. And it. Has the little blower on it, and, right? And yeah, that that sucker's nice, man. Yeah, I like them. Now, at the old house, there were Ty lived for a while with the lawman. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, because that was my aunt and uncle's house. In the, uh, I guess it would have been the. I should know. That, that's too specific. I'll have to cut that out. In the older brother's bedroom, yeah, there was a there was a fireplace in there. But back in the 70s, there was one of those triangles, uh, that sheet metal uh, fireplace that was like a bright colored red kind of triangle dome thing. You remember those? I'll have to find a picture and I'll send it to you. But it was very space age looking. had one of those in the house too. And that was pretty kick-ass because I was all about the future. Even though the rest of the place is (laughs) falling down old farmhouse, it was kick-ass bright red enamel stove there huh i like from the prepper standpoint the ideal wood but you know people started going to those wood pellet stoves which are much more efficient they're pretty cool but the problem is if you don't have power Mm -hmm. it doesn't power it yeah Yeah. so you can't can't be off grid with that unless you're running solar or something yeah i want to get professor brad on he wants to talk about tiny houses Mm-hmm. And off-grid living, so we need to keep working on that. You know, one of our, well, the Polynesian's dad. Yeah, off-grid. Completely off-grid up in the mountains now. and, and Living uh, the dream. Living the dream. No, it would cost like $50,000 for him to run power for like a quarter of a mile or something to mm-hmm. the road. Wow. So they were like, screw it. We'll, yeah. 
We'll yeah. do without. Yeah, they, we'll, they're up in this meadow up in, you know, Alpine Meadow up in the middle of Colorado, and they've got solar and a little wind generator and a propane fridge. Well, but it was just going to cost so much money to run power. Cause I remember asking him about water because, you know, like we do drill a well. I've never, I've always wondered up in that area. Mm-hmm. It's probably not like drilling a well. No, here in Texas. no. He said there's, they have a spring-fed creek on the property not far from the house, and the previous owners had dug out in this in this creek, had dug a place out just a little bit below the spring, put a concrete box in it, built a spring house, put a pump in it, and right. it pumps. Huh. Pumps the water to the so the solar power runs the little pump to yep. the house and I'm like wow that's really freaking cool man yeah it's it's interesting because they really they didn't have, you know they always worked hard but they didn't have a whole lot in you know growing up mm-hmm. and now they've kind of got that dream finally so it's kind of like oh yeah the whole family's like that yeah they've, talk about come up yeah. yeah yeah well good for them but also no thank you. No, thank you. You don't <laughs> want to. I need my Twitter. I need my ESPN. Yeah, I'm not going off the grid anytime soon. Well, they, you know, they they go to town to work. They still have yeah. real jobs, but yeah, it, at night they're out in the middle of nowhere. You remember wow. when they first moved up there? They lived. Well, Daddy Polynesian was up there first, right? And talked the Polynesian mom, frontiersman talked Mama Polynesian. He was up there for work, right? Talked Mama Polynesian and going ahead and moving up there. They lived in a freaking camper trailer. Yeah. And for summer, it was nice. Right. Fall, it was nice. It's okay. Still then winter hit. Mm-hmm. And they were living in that. And Mama Polynesian was like, this is bullshit. We, I'm not doing this. Yeah. Stuff. Right. This is the last season. You, we need to you find something. Yeah. Find Which Daddy Polynesian was all, all, he's take it as it comes kind of guy, you know. I just love and life kind of dude, you know. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he's geared much different. They, uh, he was always these, and I think we may have mentioned it. When he was one of our scoutmasters. He came up with the idea that we were going to bike from the Red to the Rio. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and you know, that he always was, had big ideas. He had big ideas, and he. Uh, but by bike, you mean motorcycle? No, by like a Schwinn. Like a Schwinn, Huffy. I've been stingray. That's a ridiculous plan. It never materialized, yeah. thank God. It would have been yeah. awful. Wow. He led us on some good adventures. We though. did have a great time. Yeah. And a great dude. And yeah. I love him like a second dad, but a second crazy dad. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll laugh about it. You know, he's he's fully admit that he was way out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. In good times. Good times. The Polynesian... Stay warm, Polynesian. I know you're up there in the cold. Yeah, he's up. In, he's up even further. Yeah, further north. Friend Polynesian. Friend yeah. Polynesian. That, that's you know they're from they're from a second generation from a or third generation I guess, and from a small island in Polynesia. And now they're all not all of them, but ours are up there in the cold. Yeah, it's crazy. About as far as you could get from. From the 903. From the 903 or, or nice, from Polynesia. Yeah. Well, from a nice well, Polynesian beach. Yeah. Get an email or something. Yeah, I got emails. Read, I got emails. I got some feedback from Fake Bailey J. She, uh, oh, was there any more bed talk? That was the bed talk we okay. got back. Okay. Valley Butcher. Valley Butcher and Thank Toledo. You, Valley. And Toledo. Always good dudes. 
Fake Bailey J wanted to clarify that the stirrup table <laughs> is in the game room because that's where you play. Oh, okay. That's what she said. So I will rethink the next time she invites me over to play Scrabble. There you go. Or Twister. Twister about that. Twister. <laughs> uh, I've never played. I'm not sure if I. Surely I've played some kind of a board game with her, but I did go half deaf. Mud wrestling at her house one time. I remember when you did that. And I'm going to save that. It's well documented. I'm going to save that until I can get her physically here to talk about it. But, yes, we used to have some really fun times at at Fake Belly J's house. I will tell you right now that mud wrestling a bunch of women was the least erotic thing I may have ever done with a bunch of (laughs) wet women in swimsuits. Yeah. It was not not what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Well, I've seen some pics, and I kind of tend to agree with you without experiencing it myself. Yeah, it's not. Now, maybe watching them do it, that's different. But yeah. being in it, yeah, it's not not, not good. Yeah, it looks like a beating. I won. I was undefeated oh. until Mrs. Gustav took me down. Yeah. Let's see here. So I'll also have an email from Fake Bailey J, speaking of world famous. Okay. And she has some feedback back when you wanted to shorten our responses to all emails. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she says, please continue with the leisurely stroll through listener emails. That it? No, hold on a second. Uh, Ty, I hope the procedure went as well as it sounds like. Be the person you've always wanted to be. I will march with you unless you're also an adult baby. Then I will not march with you. (laughs) Now, I know the adult baby thing got pegged on Jake with IJB. On the radio, still reasons I haven't quite fathomed, but Fake Bailey and Jay and I were way out there a long time ago against the adult baby because it's a bold stand. I, I agree. You take it's there. pretty controversial because it's one of those things that makes me. And we've t- you mentioned how I've said this to you before. It makes me say, "Huh, I thought I was weird, but there's you. <laughs> you know, I'm not one of the adult babies. I'm not one of the fill in the blank." incredibly weird things that now people sex are sexually into because of the internet. Yeah. They always may have had something, you know, inkling in the back of their mind, but until the internet came along, nobody knew that there were adult well, yeah, babies yeah. or brings people together for good and for bad. Well like how about us? We would never have been with Jay Cranfield if it wasn't for the miracle of the podcast. Exactly. That is an example of for the good. For the good. Oh, good. The I had for the fingers crossed. It's <laughs> a close one. You know, it's like when I emailed, or I texted you one night last week. I don't know why you want to send me those pictures. When uh, something crazy was on the news, and I was like... Oh, it was Pizzagate. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, fake what news story. in the shit? Yeah. I mean, these people are freaky. Is when the guy went into the... Gu- Yep, in right the, with a gun. With a gun. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "This is, this is crazy." People are freaking nuts. You backed me off the ledge a little bit. You know, like you know, people have always been mm-hmm. like that. There's always been that those type of people forever. It's just that now the internet gives them a place where they can find each other. Yep, and it know? gives them a voice. Gives them a voice. Yeah. You got to hear them, and they can connect with each other and, and feed off each other and snowball their. Because the whole Pizzagate had been, I was telling him, it had been on 4chan even before the election. Yeah, I knew it was a before the election thing. There had been... um, But then for somebody to drive from South Carolina to investigate himself. Right. Well, it's like, you know, 
there. Come on, man. You know, there's back when we used to have the, the astronaut that drove across country in the diaper. In the diaper, yeah. You know, I mean, there's we've always had them. I forgot about that. <laughs> but uh. like, you couldn't stop to piss. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. You got to put the diaper on. Yeah, you well, know, it, was she going to confront? It was something. She, was, she had already killed. She. She didn't kill anybody. No, she didn't kill anybody. She was armed, I think. I thought she she had killed her husband's wife. Weren't they both astronauts? Her and her husband both? I think she was... And her husband was having an affair? We're going to have to fact check all this. This is why this is not a news podcast, obviously. Well, if we've got murder and multiple astronauts... I was thinking that there was a... I'm not a sure love we've ever triangle had a, and a murder was, I involved. I think it was just a love triangle and an affair. And she was going to confront either the man or the other woman. There, and I she think had it to was get there so fast that yeah, let's, let's, let's strap on this diaper. <laughs> but I don't think there Thinking was any ahead, murder. Yeah, you know, there's no murder involved. Okay, but yeah, you got to stop and buy the diaper unless you already got them. I don't know. She's an astronaut. I'm sure she had them. Yeah. They wear diapers. Space diapers. Space diapers. Space diapers. Man, how bad would it be just pee flying around the capsule there? Or a turd. That'd be even worse. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but now that you have, you're Ugh, full of fire tonight. I mean, and you try to, like, squash it away, but what you wouldn't want to touch it. What if it's right. number three? Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> what if? That's worst case scenario. Space diarrhea oh. is the worst. Oh, yeah. You know, damn it! And that's one thing I had. You asked when we first started if I had anything. That's what I was going to start the podcast. You have space diarrhea. That's what I was going to start the podcast off with. Was does your number two look like a number two? Yeah, that that is, is the most uncomfortable commercial. Yeah, I'm going to go find that commercial and we will play that. I'll include that to, on this episode because that is disturbing. Duh. Now, have you ever seen the little um, charts that they have? Yeah. your poo. Yes. That's pretty handy. I guess. It doesn't have the log. I mean, my log, you know. So it's they like foreign, but they don't have like a one that's, that's ramped up out of the toilet. <laughs> like a cobra coiled up, fixing the strike. No, this is just a straight, like something off the log flume of Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. It's even got bark. Uh, all right. Enough. Wow. You're the one that brought up how you had space diarrhea. I did not say I had space diarrhea. Uh, uh, Stir the record shows, man. All well, right. I think that's probably enough for this. Uh, this, this little episode that's a good way to end it is with log flumes, log flume space diarrhea. Jay, uh, I really appreciate you stepping in for Ty's absence. It's my pleasure. Whatever reason it may be, absolutely surgery. He may be continuing to go for that transition. Yeah, it may be a penthouse soiree. Mm-hmm. It may be uh, any number of things yeah. with him. I would encourage everybody to support our friends, KJ and Clay, Partial Recall, on their new endeavor with the Blowout Boys. Yes. And try to give that Glenn 311 guy a listen on Tell Me Where to Turn. And I almost forgot, Clay has a new endeavor outside of the Blowout called Hold Up. So if you're interested in listening to interviews about musicians and other creative type folks, give that a listen. You can find that wherever fine podcasts are sold. Or at a liquor store, I'm not sure. By the three pack, at a convenience store near you. I'm, do they only publish porn magazines to put them in those three packs now? Is that how that works? I don't know. You don't know that. You don't have the data on that. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks. Well, appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. <laughs> uh.
Championship Wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.